Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast and I'm your host Ruth Sanderson and in this episode I want to discuss personal development and actually what is it that means that some leaders do invest in personal development and why maybe other leaders don't. So sadly there is still an all too common belief amongst leaders that they won't benefit from personal development and that it's overrated. They seem to tell me that they believe that the technical skills that got them to where they are will be good enough to keep them going. Now, the thing is, these leaders are intelligent. They are good at figuring things out. And as long as they hit their targets, then (laughs) whippy-doody and all is good. Honing their technical skills is something they still pay attention to. Looking at themselves and the soft skill side of leadership isn't necessarily seen as important. And one of the reasons for this is that they don't hear or see leaders around them doing that sort of personal development that leads to increased self-awareness, authenticity and real empowerment. Lifelong learning and continuous growth is something we know is fundamental to business success. I mean, let's face it, if our staff arrive having left university and think, that's it, now I know it all, let's just get on with that career ladder, we would laugh our heads off. There is a point in our leadership journey that our learning and growth isn't technical or binary or external, rather it's subjective, contextual and internal. And that aspect of our growth and development can get a bit messy, and messy isn't something that's talked about much in business and leadership development. I think of leadership as a profession, just like dentistry or accountancy, there are skills leaders should have like delegation, influence, coaching, consequential thinking, to name but a few. Qualities we admire in great leaders include authenticity, humility, resilience, courage, empathy. Yet how do we learn those skills and embody those qualities in ourselves? The answer? Personal development. Consistent personal development through a variety of approaches actually brings with it many benefits. The first of these is increased self-awareness. You can't change what you don't know, which means if you don't know, aka aren't aware of something, you can't improve or change or stop it. Authenticity is so much harder when you don't know who you really are. Secondly, it's about becoming the best version of you. Through reflection, study, practice, feedback, you can enhance your strengths and lead on purpose. Of course, becoming the best version of you also requires increased self-awareness. Thirdly, harnessing your talents. There are things we're good at, and then there are our talents or gifts. These we often take for granted and therefore overlook. Personal development can make you aware of these and then learn how to harness them further so they benefit you, your team and the business. 
Fourthly, demystifying your blind spots and weaknesses. We all have them. And sometimes a blind spot can actually hide a talent within it. Personal development isn't about eradicating the weaknesses, rather it's understanding how to manage and minimise the impact. Fifth, add more value. As we continually learn and grow, we look to apply and contribute more, typically through others or strategically. We talk about empowerment. For a start, this involves us learning to have dominion over ourselves, to own our power. To become aware of when we give it away or when we look to control others or situations. And until we learn this, we're never going to be comfortable empowering others, even if we talk about it and aspire to it. We're actually going to sabotage our efforts here. Comfortably uncomfortable would be the sixth one. Again, our growth keeps us on the leading edge of our comfort zone. It's short bouts of discomfort continuously repeated and we build our leadership muscles. Let's face it, if we're truly being a leader and adding value, then we're going to be making some tough decisions. And if we like feeling comfortable, we're going to seek that in the decisions we make. The final benefit is being able to inspire others. I said at the beginning that one of the reasons leaders deprioritize their development is because they don't see other leaders doing it. So, as well as the above benefits I've mentioned, you get to lead by example, be a role model, and inspire your team to want to continuously learn, grow, and be the best versions of themselves. A lot of leaders I work with really do want to unlock the potential within their team. And they now understand that first they need to unlock the potential within themselves. Of course, there are a variety of challenges with personal development, like being overwhelmed by choice. I mean, where do you start? What do you focus on? What's the next step that's going to give you a return, both short and long term? Of course, we've got the challenge of method. I mean, do we do it ourselves? Do we look at TED Talks and podcasts and books? Uh, maybe going to online learning? Is it a more immersive workshop? Do we get a coach or a mentor? You know, really, it's not that any route is better than another, but it is about looking at the route or the combination of methods that's going to give you the greatest return on investment. And then we have staying power. Because you start off with good intentions and then get sidetracked or you experience a few oops, so that's how not to do it moments. And before you know it, the book or your good intentions are mothballed. So whatever you're going to choose to develop, whether that's a skill or a quality, and by whatever method you're going to get there, Keep in mind that to maximise your growth and return on investment, you need clarity on the following three things. Firstly, accountability. Who and how will you be held accountable for what you're learning? Without accountability, it's easy to backslide or fall prey to your favourite excuses. Secondly, impact. Given what you want to develop, what's the impact to the business, the impact to your team or department, and the impact to you? 
Finally, investment. Whether that's time, money, energy, in actual fact, it's all three. It's the magic triangle. So beware false economy here. Now, I'm seeing an increase in the number of private clients that I have, leaders who are investing in themselves. Sometimes this is because the company they work for doesn't really see leadership development as a critical aspect of business success at this moment in time. Or the company is investing in more technical learning and development. Or sometimes actually it's what I would call the simpler aspects of leadership development um, or the, maybe the first steps of leadership development like delegation. Remember I said there is a point where your development is subjective, it's not binary, it's more contextual and it is internal. And a lot of companies don't know how to select and invest in that. Particularly if they're looking at doing it sort of like in a really sort of like for lots and lots of people. Because this isn't cookie cutter, sausage machine kind of leadership development. So in essence, what they do is they keep their fingers crossed and they hope for the best. And many of my private clients are getting promoted because they are the best. Because they have invested in themselves and they're getting the learning and the development that they need right now that's going to take them to that next level. Now, I also have private clients invest in themselves rather than wait for the company to do it because it gives them autonomy over their development and there is no feeling tied or a sense of obligation to remain should an opportunity appear for them elsewhere. There's a wonderful thought, wherever you go, there you are. You are the one constant in every situation that went well and in every situation that didn't. Investing in yourself is one way to ensure you are maximising your potential in any given moment. So take a few minutes to reflect on your leadership and where you want to go. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do and have? If the next phase of your growth and development is more subjective, contextual or internal, get in touch. If you're looking to own your power and truly empower others, get in touch. And in the meantime, go and be the difference in leadership. Mm -hmm.